0: Episode 8 on the Badger Consulting Group Network, Howard Kaufman along with Brad Wiseman. And today our topic is the impact of Amazon. And there's a lot of different places we can take this conversation, Brad. Oh, I'm ready to talk about it. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. It's Friday. Right, let's go. So how often do you and your family order from Amazon these days? I would say
1: weekly. And really, you know, it's kind of wow, become weekly. like the, you know, like for something. No there's
0: wonder a- you don't buy lunch, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, Maybe one day I'll skip a week okay, and I'll okay, buy you lunch. Okay, okay, but anyways, okay. the, the the challenge I find with Amazon is you're compelled to go there. I mean, you, you don't have to get out of it. You don't have to leave your house. And more often than not, the price is competitive. And name something Amazon doesn't have. That's tough. That's
0: tough. CBD.
1: Good point. Good point. That. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I mean, it really, it's like it is the largest breadth of assortment of everything you can think of in every category. And what they've become, if you think about it, is – Walmart for a long time was a category killer to retailer. Amazon has probably, maybe in many cases, trumped uh, Walmart in that same way and become the category killer and and an experience killer, right? No one online can duplicate what Amazon does for the consumer.
0: Yeah, And as we've talked before earlier episodes about an arms race going on and there's a quote of – Amazon's trying to become Walmart before Walmart can become Amazon. And if you really think about that, to your point, that makes just a lot of – has a lot of different implications to really life. And so Amazon, there's the delivery of product, to your point, of everything under the sun. Secondly, also content, right? With
1: yeah, I mean you get you got, you got a lot of feedback. So people become more familiar with the product before they've ever right. purchased it. Here's another thing you don't think about. Here's what Amazon's doing cool that allows them to compete with Alibaba. A lot of the the manufacturers on that site are making stuff in China and shipping from China. There's a ton of them on there. So, you know, you can find things on Amazon with really low price points. Of course, you've the, got the shipping lead times, which make it not so fun. But they're making some of these sites like Alibaba, which are, are, are strictly, for the most part, dealing with overseas manufacturing of products. Um, and I think in most cases with Amazon, you don't have to buy in, in bulk. I mean, you're buying, you know, one unit, two unit. So... Uh, Yeah, man, it's crazy, man.
0: It's crazy. And then the other game changer that happened, what, six, seven years ago, maybe longer now, was how Amazon tested and rolled out Prime, right? So you talk about building loyalty. You talk about really a loyalty program, and Prime's delivering not only the products and the free shipping or the next-day shipping, but in addition, the content from programming in terms of things that you can download. Amazon produced movies and Right. You know, um, Emmy Award winning TV series and things like that. I think,
1: I think what, what Amazon's done is they've realized the value of being a SaaS model, right? So it's recurring revenue. A lot of time people have memberships to things and they never truly are using the membership. So, Amazon, not that they're trying to make all their money on your membership costs, your monthly membership costs. But a lot of the time, they are. What if you don't buy something for six months, but you're still spending that, whatever, 15 bucks a month? Or So, they, man, they're gouging you, man. They're taking money from you.
0: Yeah, and then there's the whole B2B side of Amazon about the services they provide the Amazon Marketplace with fulfillment and customer service. Um, and then there's then, totally separate, the large cloud computing services that Amazon offers corporate customers including the government
1: i want to go back to one thing you you talked about that's a key topic um (laughs) how could i not say that on this show key topic um is it's really become an educational source Mm -hmm. i mean i know a lot of time i may not even buy something on amazon but i'm going there to read reviews so they've got such a large content base from their customers um they don't have to build that it's coming right from the customer so it's almost like they got free advocates of their model right. to get you or me or someone else to purchase them. That's super smart.
0: And then to the average consumer, probably not paying too much attention to this other phenomenon that's happening, but it's also taken. Um, it's been impacting search advertising business, such from Google, because now people people are going straight to Amazon and searching. Within Amazon, as opposed to going to Google and doing the same I, I like search.
1: Where you're going with this. I mean, basically you're going on, you're about to do a Google yeah. search, or maybe you don't go to do your Google search, you do your search in the Amazon search bar. Um, I think Amazon in this effectively has become a search engine. I'm going to call it an Amazon engine baby, with the big A. Right. Great. OK, fine, a small A. But anyways, anyways, getting back to Amazon. Um, who's going to compete with them? That's my big question.
0: Is it Alibaba long-term?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I'm going to talk about my own experience with Alibaba. I've used it a couple times. Um, I think the big challenge for them is going to be because they're uh, working with companies that are overseas, the lead times are just insane. Right. And you, in, in most cases with Amazon, because a lot of the stuff is domestic, um, you're, not, you're not waiting to get stuff. So if Alibaba could figure out a way to get your product to you super fast at those prices, they could compete with Amazon until then. I don't think so, man. They're in a corner all by themselves.
0: All by themselves, in huh? In the dark side. Yeah. And then um, speak a little bit about just your impression. I don't think you've ever met him, but Jeff Bezos, just in terms of his style, what we've learned about him, um, how he responds to customer emails.
1: Um,
0: my, my gut is he's yeah. pretty, pretty. In,
1: um, he has intimacy with his consumers. Yeah. I think that's part of his success. He's out there. He's not afraid to speak. Um, He's not afraid to disagree with people that are in uh, leadership roles. You see that sometimes in the news with him disagreeing. So he's a pretty public figure, but I'd also say that he's a pretty public uh, CEO type. Um, And I think that might be part of the the cachet to the brand. It's not not just that they're a great company, you can buy everything. They've got a leader that everyone's pretty familiar with. And you don't hear a lot of negative stuff about him in the press, you know, maybe little things here and there. But overall, I think he's, you know, probably a better position from a reputation standpoint than other CEOs.
0: And then what about some other issues relating to Amazon as it relates to, like, workplace employment practices? Because to me, they seem now a little bit challenged. You know, for many years, there's been a lot of scrutiny about Walmart and their practices, and it always was a weakness from a public perception standpoint and to this day many circles it still is but walmart's at least been trying to address that slowly but surely amazon you know they're getting some criticism out there too in terms of it's kind of a difficult place to work whether it's in the corporate office or if it's out in a fulfillment center my
1: impression is it's become kind of what ge once was sort of known as kind of like a churn and burn yeah people go there and after 18 months they're so exhausted they want to leave but the problem that keeps them there is it's a relatively healthy stock so they have this, you know, hey, if I stay for four or five years, I can walk out with a few bucks to kind of you know, take time off and figure out my life. So you're almost sort of tethered to the, to a, the, the large company environment that offers benefits most companies don't. But with that comes the, the rigorous work schedule and, and expectations. You know, if you work for these companies like Amazon, the Facebooks, the Microsofts of the world, right. behemoths, big brands, big you know, behemoth. they, they kind of look at it like, well, you're lucky to work here. So you're going to do whatever we need you right. to do. It's really bad,
0: Howard. Really bad. <laughs> well, Brad, this has been a great discussion. and it I kn- It was awesome. I know we also were talking about, we also, next time, our future topic, we also want to talk about LinkedIn.
1: Oh, LinkedIn, baby.
0: LinkedIn. And, yeah. So please uh, send us an email. Um, certainly check us out on Spotify, on Anchor, and feel free to leave us some feedback. For executive producer Matt Fishman, Howard Kaufman, along with
1: Brad Wiseman
0: on the Badger Consulting Group yeah. Network.